all right hello guys so um it has been a while welcome back to sophisticated this will be the first episode of season two it's been it's been a while yeah so um in this episode i kind of just want to um talk about a few life updates and then also uh what i'd like to be um like an annual tradition is like best of the year and yes it is the end of february but you know what it is okay i can still talk about what i really enjoyed um in 2021 and so yeah i hope you guys enjoy and welcome back All right, so my goal for this episode is to have almost an entirely unedited podcast so that it's easier for me. We'll see how that goes. But to kick it off, something that I really wanted to start with this new season is um, like a like with every episode, I just want to start this tradition, which is to um, say what color the day is, which sounds a little odd, but I don't know, like sometimes you just get a certain vibe from a day depending and based on your mood. So I'm going to do that today. Um, It's a beautiful day outside. I'm I'm looking out my window and it's really sunny um, and the February weather is pretty nice, you know, not too cold, not too warm. So I think for the first color that today feels like, that I'm assigning for this episode. Super weird grammar, but I'm gonna say like a light eggshell blue. <laughs> if anyone understands like what this, I don't know, like what I'm, where I'm coming from, like please let me know because I, I just, sometimes you just get those vibes and that's okay. All right, so now going into like more life updates. Um, so I went and started my senior year of high school, which Uh, is insane to think about and that right now I'm almost done with high school in its entirety but uh, for a while the beginning of high school or not the beginning of high school but the beginning of this year it was really difficult it felt like that there was just this wave about to crash all throughout first semester it felt like the pressure of everything of um, coming back to full-length school days and readjusting to um, just, you know, wearing a mask for so long um, and, you know, the energy that you expend upon uh, being at school and socializing, it just was really tiring and I don't think any of us were prepared, which is to be expected. So it just felt really stressful at first, especially, you know, trying to keep grades up for um, applying to college. Um an example or like a day that really stands out to me, stood out to me was um, I think at the end of the second full week of school, I was at cross country practice and we had a meet the next day. And usually like Fridays before meets are really um, upbeat. Everyone's excited. Everyone's happy that it's Friday, but the energy was really low and even my coach noticed it. So he just saw that everyone was like really tired and like not super excited about tomorrow or the next day and I think that's just one of the most like telling examples of just how unprepared we were to really come back um in full swing but since then um you know it was really stressful just keeping grades up but now that we are in second semester 
It's definitely been a little easier. Uh, January was busy though. However, now it seems to be slightly calming down, you know, knock on wood. Um, But for the most part, I've been really enjoying the social aspects of senior year and um, not to mention the freedom now that I can drive. It's been really fun, you know, going to Starbucks and studying with my friends or just driving over to my friend's house and hanging out for hours uh, while getting work done. And I really enjoyed it so far. And I am going to definitely miss like so many people and my hometown when I go to college. But uh, I guess like this experience is definitely like a precursor to this new freedom that I'll have um, this coming year when I start college as a freshman, which is again, crazy to think about. But for the most part, I'm really excited. So coming back to like right now, just like updates of, of current updates, um, Something really big that happened for me was just last week when I sang um, the national anthem at our More Love, Less Hate rally. It was a really big deal to me because, um, for one, I just really love singing. And for two, uh, it's just something that I've always really wanted to do. However, you know, I just wasn't really like confident enough in the past um, to, you know, sing in front of the entire student body. But A week before the rally, I was just like, (laughs) I will tell you guys the exact story. I was just practicing in my shower, like, you know, singing my head off um, because I knew the rally was coming up and I was like, oh, maybe I should do it. I don't know. And then right after like drying off and getting out of the shower, I called up my friend who is the um, ASB president. And I was like, hey, Adrian, do you have someone to sing at the rally? Because if not, I'll do it. I'll just do it. And he was like, oh, cool, like, let me let me set you up. And he got another one of the student government officials on the phone and had me audition over the phone and everything. And in that instant, I was like, oh, my God, it's becoming so real so fast. But I did it and I'm really glad that I did. And then I eventually ended up performing on Friday and I was so nervous. Oh, my God, I was just like stressing the whole day. But there was never a moment where I was like, okay, I can't do this. I need to back out because I knew that if I did one, like I would just regret it for the rest of my life. And for two, like it was definitely something that I just wanted to do because I love singing and I know that I can sing and I'm just really glad that I did it. And I'm so grateful for all the friends that supported me and, you know, seeing them in the crowd definitely helped. Um, My legs were shaking so much, but That has been one of um, the greatest memories of senior year so far, and I'm really grateful to have such great friends. Also, shout out to Adrian again for hooking me up with um, the audition over the phone. All right, um, so now something, some things that I want to talk about are upcoming, or not upcoming, what am I saying? But some, some of my favorite things from 2021. All right, so the first major thing that I would like to talk about, um, for anyone that knows me, knows that I am a huge fan of Olivia Rodrigo. And when she came out with Driver's License and then Deja Vu and then her full debut album, Sour, um, it was a really special time for me, uh, which may sound sort of weird, but that album really meant a lot to me, um, and I will explain to you why. Um, first off, uh, you know, I've been following Olivia for years. Like, I saw her in her American Girl 
um, movie and, you know, I watched Bizarre Vark growing up and, um, and then High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is a show that I really enjoy. And, you know, I always just knew about her, but I also like knew that she was like me, which is half Filipina, half white. So, you know, I feel like, you know, seeing those people who are the, especially when you're mixed, like seeing the celebrities who are the exact same as you in a racial sense, which sounds really odd. Um, you know, they're definitely like role models and people you want to look up to. Um, and also just very inspirational. So when she came out with all those songs and then the album and she was like the biggest star in the world, it was, it just made me feel really proud to, you know, be Filipino American and um, especially since I love, love, love all her songs um, and the way that she writes and how, you know, it's definitely very similar to um, the specificity that Taylor Swift also writes about. And, um, you know, I also think she just did a really great job of capturing those uh, very specific and also complicated teenager emotions. And so, yeah, I just really love Sour. Like, all those songs are just amazing. Um, I would rank them, but I feel like my ranking changes so frequently since I'll always, like, just bop around the album and feel like, oh, I like this one this day and then this one more the other day and so on and so forth. Um, but to tell you guys, like, a little bit of a funny story regarding this album, um, I remember following her website, you know, when she came out with her driver's license merch and then Deja Vu and then, you know, the whole um, pre-album rollout and merch with um, Sour. And so I remember seeing or going on her website one day and she had it was before she like released the actual name of the album as well as the cover art. But you could buy her album, um, the, the CD version, a signed version. Um, that was an option to buy on her website. And so I wanted to get it, but it was all sold out. So I was like, OK, well, I feel like this is going to sell out anyway. So let me just buy the CD that does not have her signature. And then. So I bought it because I was like, I'm, I know I'm going to love this album and I really want to support Olivia. So, and I also felt like it was going to sell out really fast. So I was like, okay, we're getting it. So I bought it. And then a few weeks later when she releases like the album art and everything, she, and, and then, and the album name, she also did like a re-release of everything on the website, um, including like the CD with, um, all the cover art and the official name. So then the option to buy the CD with her signature was open again. And so <laughs> there was just like five minutes of me just thinking very intensely on whether or not I should just instant buy this album again. And I did. I did it. I bought the one with the signature and I have no regrets about it. I sold the other one to my sister and now I have her signed CD. And I it's like one of my most prized possessions because it just... Once again, like it means so much to me and I feel like being a part of um, like an album rollout sort of not necessarily like I was I played a role in it, but just having that experience where you're so invested in a musical experience is just really fun and it feels like you're part of something bigger. And so I bought that CD and I have it and I'm very happy that I did. And I just wanted to share that with you because it's something that really does um, mean so much to me. Um, so yeah. Okay. Moving on to the other best music of 
this year, I would also, or last year, <laughs> I would also say that I really enjoyed Taylor Swift's re-recording of um, her 2012 album, Red. Uh, also a very cool um, experience to, you know, be a part of where you're reliving um, those old songs. I remember, I don't know how old I was, probably like second grade and hearing like, I knew you were trouble on the radio or we are never, ever getting back together. And, you know, back then when she was in her early 20s and I was, you know, like in elementary school, it's just so crazy how you can be transported back to where you were when you first heard the original songs. Like, even though I was so much younger and didn't really um, interpret the songs like I do now, it's still very cool to go back and hear songs that are still nostalgic for you. So that was definitely very fun. And I just love that she has also been, um, you know, so invested in this project that was once like once like a business move, but also now she's having fun with it. So she's going to keep re-recording her old albums. Also, not to mention, she released a 10-minute song with uh, that album, which was just really cool. Her magnum opus, All Too Well. And I originally didn't really like the, the original song. I mean, it was good, and I definitely felt that the writing was very cool. However, I just didn't really realize the gravity of how big that song was until she released a 10-minute version. And the lyrics are great, and it just is such a builder. And it's really cool to listen to, like, all the different nuances of it that she changed from the original. And um, the whole story that she tells of that really intense period in her life, although it was short, but it, you can tell just how much, like, it meant to her. And I think just being able to go back and, um, you know, compare that version with the old version and also just get this new perspective can be really fulfilling. And um, yes, I don't know where I was going with the end of that. But once again, we are trying to keep this unedited. Uh, so I remember that last time I did the best of 2020 episode, I also talked about sustainable products. And so still like Blue Land is a great um, brand. However, um, another thing that I have found that's, or actually credit goes to my mom, uh, a new sustainable product, product, which is um, this deodorant that comes in a like cardboard tube. And you, it's like a, it's like a push pop, but for deodorant and you don't eat it, obviously. But um, instead of like buying those deodorant that come in um, plastic tubes or plastic bottles, which can be a lot of waste, um, using this plastic tube is really, or no, cardboard tube is really easy. And you know, like once you're done, all you have to do is recycle it. And it's funny because it's actually like this plastic or this cardboard tube is actually like supposed to be a refill for another um, deodorant, but like the refill itself works totally fine and there's like a cap and everything so it's not messy or just out in the open. Um, I think the brand is Dove. Wait, let me go check. Okay. I just went and checked. The brand is actually Secret. Hold on. Ugh. Yeah, it's by Secret. And it's just like, I'll, I'll probably put a picture in um, 
on the Instagram, but it's literally like a push pop and it works so well. So if you guys are trying to be more sustainable these days, which I think everyone should be, this is a really easy way and I think it will actually like save a lot of um, waste. So yes, I will post a picture of that. Okay, moving on to um, best podcasts. So I think if you guys have listened to me long enough or just know me, you know that I'm a big fan of um, music and especially Taylor Swift. And so, um, you know, throughout quarantine and and last year, I was just looking for new podcasts. And um, one of my new favorites is called the Every Single Album podcast. It was originally um, in partnership with a uh, like a channel on Spotify called The Ringer. I don't really know what that is, but it's called Every Single Album. And they broke down literally every single album that Taylor Swift had done. Um, it's hosted by two people, Nora Princiati and Nathan Hubbard. And they're both like sort of experts in, or at least, yeah, like fans of Taylor Swift and experts in the music industry. And also just like one of them is in a band and they both like, cover um musical artists and so it's really interesting how they break down each album not only musically but like analytically um the the motivations behind each song in each album and the placement of songs on albums as well as like what is actually happening happening in in taylor's life at that time so it's really cool to get that those perspectives of um like how her life and um situations just shaped each album and then not only do they do taylor swift but they've also started um doing the same thing for adele um i'm not as much of a fan as adele not that i don't think her music is great but i find the taylor swift ones a little more interesting and then they also did uh one episode about olivia rodrigo which was really cool um obviously as i said earlier i'm a huge fan of that album as well um and i'm sure that they'll keep updated on they'll keep updating the podcast um on her since you know she only has one episode so far but I think it's a very entertaining podcast especially if you're a fan of Taylor Swift or Adele or Olivia so that's that's one thing that I would recommend from this year hello guys so I meant to talk about this earlier this is actually um almost six hours later but Another thing in the favorites of 2021 that I forgot to mention was Encanto, um, that movie by Disney. Um, I'm sure most of you have seen it, but I just really loved it um, visually, how the story is set in Colombia and with, um, you know, the family of almost like 12 people. Um, One, it's just visually appealing and two, the music done by the great Lin-Manuel Miranda is just incredible. my friend and I have just been singing it all the time. It's so catchy and the story is really sweet. And I think it's a really cool way that they demonstrated um, the effects of generational trauma and not really being able to, um, you know, talk about all the different pressures that can affect um, everyone, especially within a family. So I would highly recommend that you all go see Encanto because it's just a great movie. And Uh, You'll definitely laugh and you'll cry a little bit. I definitely did. So, yes, Encanto. Go see it. 
Okay, so even though that was a bit of a shorter best of podcast, um, I think I'm gonna end it here because I don't know, I kinda wanna just keep it short and sweet and like I know I can tend to ramble for quite a while. So um thank you guys for listening. I'm so glad to be back. I've forgotten how fun this is, but it just was a really busy last year. Um last year and summer, you know, trying to make up for the lost um, experiences during COVID. But anyways, once again, I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to follow on at Sophisticated Pod on Instagram, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And I am trying to remember what I used to say at the end of my episodes. But yes, thanks again for listening. And I will see you in the next one. Bye.